in a lot of trouble. Tuesday, April 25th, 2023. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. No, it's not a mutual parting of ways. Tucker Carlson fired from Fox News. Runner attack. It's finally happened. The last honest news anchor has been rendered voiceless. Amid the speculation is a lot of nonsense. But the real reason Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox, one of the real reasons is, obviously, if you didn't see, Ray Epps was on 60 Minutes on Sunday, and Tucker Carlson is out on Monday. So you can do your own reasoning with that. Also, what happened today, Campbell Toe Harris has announced her bid for re-election as the deep state figurehead. And then there's something else, another announcement of some old guy who doesn't know where he is. Um, and also Susan Rice has left, so that should give you some indication of what's happening. Um, I imagine she's gonna pop up behind Gavin Newsom or something. Uh, she's gonna prepare a alternative. Maybe she's gonna go work for Ron DeSantis, I don't know. So, the mainstream news now is in lockstep with the ouster of Tucker Carlson and they will be behind the deep state narrative, which of course (laughs) is going to be dismissing all the nonsense that we've been talking about for years and years and years and focusing on all the (laughs) ridiculous narratives that we're trying to dispel. So let's get into the news. So there's a lot of news. There's a lot of news to get into here. I'm going to start with the Daily Mail, and obviously going to start talking about Tucker Carlson. But don't forget to like, subscribe, follow me, uh, click that notification bell, share the video or the podcast, and uh, check me out on social media: Twitter, Facebook, Getter Minds, Truth Social, and even locals. Even though I'm not approving of Dave Rubin, he's just being a cheerleader for Ron DeSantis. And I'm getting tired of watching his show because that's all he talks about now is Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron. I I get it, okay? You live in Florida, you like Ron DeSantis, okay? But you have a show, so a lot of people that might follow you don't care about Ron DeSantis as much as you do. But let's start with the Daily Mail. Blindsided, Tucker Carlson still has been given no reason why he was fired and speculation is rife. Rupert Murdoch wants to sell Fox News. But would it be harder with a firebrand host as the network's main star? I mean, this doesn't make any sense. People are saying that, oh, it's just business. It's a business decision. Well, Tucker Carlson was the number one cable news host in the world. And why would you fire your main draw? It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the pressure from the deep state on the Murdochs and other elites pressuring Murdoch to get rid of Fox News ahead of the 2024 presidential election and one day after 
or maybe it was happened on Saturday. We don't know for sure it happened over the weekend. But uh, at the same time, you have Ray Epps on 60 Minutes say, I'm just a Trump supporter. I flew to Washington all by myself in uh, military garb and a Trump hat and urged young people uh, that look like Antifa members, urged young people to break, to break the law to break into the Capitol. And that's all he kept doing is urging people to go into the Capitol and then whispering to a young man who started the melee with police even before Trump's speech had actually ceased. So if he was such a big Trump supporter, don't you think that Ray Epps would be where the speech was being given by uh, Donald Trump. This all this all stinks. Uh, they were found out, and we're going to go into that a little bit. But the reason Tucker Carlson um, was taken off the air was ahead of the 2024 presidential election. So we can't have any honest talk about the war in Ukraine. We can't have any honest talk about uh, the feeble-mindedness of someone who's running for re-election his age. And in particular his running mate, who is even more feeble than he is. So I'm not going to mention Biden's name anymore. We're going to talk about Tucker Carlson here, and we're going to talk about the really what is um, the immediate, almost, it's almost this whole thing is, this whole series of events has, is obviously contrived and constructed in such a way, and you know it is, is because everybody's ready at the quick with, um, their news headlines at LA Times reports, uh, Tucker Carlson departs Fox News. So in the first part of the headline, it sounds like he leaves. And then the second part, comma, pushed out by Rupert Murdoch. Well, really, uh, um, his sons are running the company now. And why would you be pushing out your uh, most fabled and most popular uh, talk show host? So Tucker Carlson, the provocative conservative primetime host who sustained Fox News as a ratings juggernaut has been forced out by the network. Fox News announced the stunning departure of its top news rated host Monday with no explanation, but people familiar with the situation who were not authorized to comment publicly, in other words, this isn't a sourced comment, said the decision to fire Carlson came straight from the Biden administration. No, straight from Fox Corp. Chairman Rupert Murdoch with input from board members and other Fox executives, his sons. Then, according to one person familiar with the discussion, Rupert's son, Lachlan, executive chairman of Fox Corp., and Suzanne Scott, chief executive of Fox News Media, decided late Friday that Carlson had to go. And then they said they agreed to part ways. I don't know what Tucker Carlson's going to do, but when I left my media job, I did not sign an exit agreement. If Carlson wants the money, he should have signed it. He was probably in an NDA anyway. I wouldn't have taken the money, Tucker. Um, I would have, I, I don't know how long his non-compete is, if they're going to finish out his contract. If that's two years, that puts you outside of the presidential election. That means you can't comment or have a show publicly um, that is going to cover the most important presidential election in United States history. Bloomberg reports Fox fired uncontrollable host Tucker Carlson who badmouthed his bosses. Oh, no. You know, this is this why I don't like working for corporations because you can't talk bad about the company you work for. You have to have some sort of loyalty. Well, if your company is doing bad, you can certainly be honest about it, but they don't want it. It's called corporate control. That's why we live 
uh, in corporate fascism where corporations control just about whatever you do. It, it, they control what kind of merchandise uh, you get to buy in the store, the prices of those merchandise, the uh, value of your money. They control the Fed. They control politics. They control all the laws on the books. They control everything. So it's, an, again, a parting ways with Tucker Carlson is losing a host who brought millions of viewers but proved too much to handle even for corporate chief Rupert Murdoch. Uh, too much to handle what? Because he told the truth? Nobody looked like Tucker Carlson. It's the same old he gets slandered just like Donald Trump got slandered. Oh, and I'm not going to go into I'm sure you've already heard about uh, Jen Psaki's show where she had AOC on and they go, well, Tucker Carlson's got to go because he incites violence. But without citing one example. And that's just like anybody else, like Elon Musk, when he was grilled by a reporter that he was allowing hate speech, Elon Musk said, cite one example. Oh, they hate that. If you're a news program, you're supposed to cite examples and source examples. You can't just say people familiar with the matter say. That's bad journalism. Then you shouldn't you shouldn't pair it. You see, if someone is quoting is an anonymous source, then they can lie and their lies will never come back to them. So anonymous sources is just giving people carte blanche to lie. And speaking of sources, here's Oliver Darcy and reliable sources. We're burning, we're burning the midnight oil, needless to say. It's been a while, 48 hours of media. Why was Tucker Carlson fired? And those things continue to be asked. Why did they fire their highest rated host, Tucker Carlson? But answering is anything but easy in hours following Carlson's abrupt dismissal from the right-wing channel. That's a characterization. It's a mischaracterization. It could be considered conservative news, but right-wing is inflammatory rhetoric. Right-wing is derogatory. And if you don't think it's derogatory, ask anybody. Anybody who says, you're right-wing. What does that even mean? Does it mean anything? Are you conservative or are you liberal on the political scale? Right wing doesn't mean anything. It means it's, it, it denotes extremism. And there's nothing to be extremism about having individual liberties. A number of explanations have emerged, all with plausibility. So he'll go over all of them. It goes without saying that the coincidence that the dismissal came just days before the uh, days after uh, the historic settlement of Dominion voting systems, which was all just a DNC front to attack Fox News. All this is a smokescreen. Perhaps it was related to ex-producer Abby Grossberg's lawsuit against the network where she alleged rap, rampant sexism and anti-Semitic behavior behind the scenes of Carlson's show. Bullshit. ADL is applauding this. This is just ridiculous. Uh, Tucker Carlson never said anything anti-Semitic. I mean, come on. It's like, can you criticize Jewish people? Can you? I'm just asking a question. Of course you can. The most honest uh, coverage of this story comes, of course, from Glenn Greenwald, whose Rumble show is blowing up. He barely even posts to um, Substack anymore. So he's mostly found here on Twitter, as I'm going to quote a few of his tweets, that um, if you really want to know what's happening with, with Tucker Carlson, go to Glenn Greenwald. From 8 to 9 p.m. on Fox, there was an extreme, even fundamental disagreement between Tucker and Hannity on those key issues. The kind of internal debate unthinkable of any network in lockstep. 
I'd wager that a new 8 p.m. host will be far more aligned with Hannity's standard GOP. Agreed. Tucker was the cable host who most opposed U.S. proxy war in Ukraine, denounced CIA, FBI, and DHS for its systematic lies and corruption, devoted himself to pardon, to a pardon for Julian Assange, objected to regime change efforts in Cuba, and criticized Trump at administration's militarism. Wow. I mean, you could, you could go on to the thread. There's even more. I'm not making any claims yet on what caused his sep- this separation. I'm just noting the removal of Tucker Carlson means the elimination of the only real sustained dissent on U.S. militarism, the U.S. security state, and more. Laura and Jesse Waters are the only others in primetime near that. A major irony is that Tucker's separation from Fox may be the best thing that could happen to him in terms of influence, uh, in his influence and impact. He can, he's in a, he's in a, a non-compete agreement, so I don't think he's going to be able to start his own show, Glenn. The sector of media growing most explosively are independent platforms. Joe Rogan is vastly more influential than every MSNBC and CNN host, so... Go to Glenn Greenwald's Twitter feed to, you know, for his honest assessment of what's happening. So we're going to go on. Rolling Stone, <laughs> Rolling Stone Fox News staffers celebrate Tucker Carlson's departure with pure joy. Too funny. Rolling Stone is just, it's a shell of its former self. What a mainstream media kerfuckle. What, what a bunch of bullshit. I just, I can't stand Rolling Stone anymore. It's just like, it's one thing to be liberal. And I understand back in the 60s and 70s, liberal meant fighting the man. Now you are the man or you're fronting for the man. Now what for Tucker Carlson? Uh, Now what for Fox News? Um, Reports the Washington Post. So I'm not going to go into this too much. Staggering news. As of this writing, the news is fresh. So fresh, we don't know precisely what triggered Carlson's exodus. To some extent, what follows for Carlson depends on what triggered his ouster. An early Washington Post report indicates that the separation was downstream from comments he made about Fox News executive team. That's the cover story. You'll recall, of course, the Fox News. There's nothing to do with that. It has to do with the mainstream news is mounting the deep state, the corporate fascist political state in the U.S. is, is mounting a massive attack. They're organizing a massive, massive attack. And so they can't have Tucker Carlson in the way of them propping up their narrative going into the 2024 presidential election. So they're mounting this uh, this, tack, this attack. And meanwhile, people like Brian Stelter writes for Vanity Fair, why Tucker Carlson's exit from Fox News looks like an execution. And this again... I would pair this very likely as a psyop on the size of putting a transgender person, Dylan Mulvaney, on Bud Light cans. It wasn't to attract new drinkers to Bud Light. It was to piss off the people that drink Bud Light, just as this firing of Tucker Carlson is, is to piss us off. What they're doing is they're, part of their attack is to antagonize the base. Uh, the new Republican base, the MAGA base, uh, America First base. So I'm going to go on um, to the real reason is elderly Biden's reelection bid renew spotlight on VP Harris. Of course, 
because you're not electing Joe Biden, you're going to be elected Kamala Harris if you can stomach that. Oh, the first woman president who's also black and Indian and a lobotomy case. Biden-Harris officially announced 2024 re-election bid. Bud Light marketing executive behind Dylan Mulvaney partnership takes a leave of absence. She wasn't fired. She's just taking a leave of absence. Like I said, um, she might have organized this. She might be the fall person. Um, she might have even thought she was doing a good thing by um, attracting uh, new drinkers to Bud Light. But real higher ups at, at Bud Light took the payoff for this PSYOP, which was just meant to antagonize um, uh, the traditional base of Budweiser drinkers. Bud Light suffers staggering 70% sales plunge amid uh, Dylan Mulvaney controversy. I am not going to watch Fox News anymore. I suggest all of you to boycott, and I'm not drinking Anheuser-Busch products anymore either. So take that to the bank, you fucking bastards. Hunter Biden's lawyer fires a shot at unhinged Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is from Raw Story. Hunter Biden's legal team fired shots Monday morning at two of his chief Republican antagonists. Attorney Abby Lowell sent letters asking the Treasury Department's Inspector General to investigate how former Donald Trump's loyalists obtained records of Biden's alleged suspicious activity and seeking a congressional ethics review of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's public attacks on President Joe Biden's family. Uh, they're corrupt. And who cares? There, there's a congressional committee investigating the corruption of the Biden family. Now, whether it goes anywhere is another thing entirely. Mediaite, whopping 70% think Biden shouldn't run again days before he's set to announce his re-election bid. That's another thing. <laughs> On the mainstream media shows, they were announcing that they were, I don't know where they got these polls, that look, most Democrats, 67% of Democrats want Biden to run again. I don't know where they were getting that poll. Only 10% approve of the uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s um, bid for the presidency. Where do they got the, where do they get these numbers? 70% think Biden shouldn't run again. Obviously, he's too old and he's infirmed. He's mentally feeble and so is his running mate. There is no way. Well, there there is a way he can get reelected, but there's no way he can garner public support. Now, whether that's actually tied to reelection or not these days uh is yet to be seen. But one of the key indicators is Susan Rice to leave role as White House domestic policy chief. Susan Rice will step down as White House domestic policy advisor. President Biden announced Monday, praising her work and some of her more divisive issues for his administration, including immigration and health care. Um, she was the one who was running the administration, uh, particularly after Ron Klain left. So where she goes, where she lands is going to be a key indicator of where the battle moves. So this is the thing to really watch. Meanwhile, people are distracted with the Tucker Carlson thing. All, all the leaving of Tucker Carlson means is that the mainstream media will, become, will come into lockstep behind the deep state narrative and agenda, which is a re-election of whoever they want, a presidential election of whoever they want. Uh, may, may it be Joe Biden or Ron DeSantis or that fucker um, from California, uh, Gavin Newsom. So um, this is from Fox News. Video shows suspect of operating, accused of operating secret police, secret Chinese police station, mingling with Schumer and Adams. Lu Jing Wang charged with conspir conspiring to act as an agent of the Chinese foreign government 
is hanging around with Eric Adams and Chuck Schumer. Not a surprise. Like I said, we've been completely infiltrated by the communist Chinese uh, because the deep state and the Davos crowd left the back door open of the United States and they said there's nothing to see here and people are, are not paying attention, attention to that. We're completely infiltrated and the death knell for America will be the 2024 presidential election. Why don't they just, we should just put a communist agent as president of the United States because we practically already have one now if we don't for real. So what's the next step? If we actually have an acting president who's a communist agent for the CCP, what's next? So I just wanted to touch on this story I covered on, um, I believe on Friday. Space Force Chief says U.S. is facing a new era of threats uh, beyond Earth. And this just has to go into what I was talking about on Friday, satellite wars, which have already begun and we saw over Kiev uh, last week. And the... Um, General Chance Salzman of the U.S. Space Force describes what he says is a new era of space activity, and he talks about um, attack satellites, attacking other reconnaissance and surveillance satellites, <clears throat> which have already happened, which happened last week over uh, Ukraine. And so he's just stating what I already stated, that that is happening. So we don't know from the National Reconnaissance Office who runs the satellites, but here you have the Space Force chief saying that that, that is indeed happening, that they are attack satellites attacking other satellites as we speak. So here we have a news from AFP after settlement new challenge for Fox News, a disinformation expert. So back in the news, we have Nina Jankowitz, okay, who's gonna rear her ugly head again and again. And believe you me, She's going to be in an official capacity at some point. She has to fly under the radar now that she got a lot of finger pointing from conservatives and Republicans in the government said we just can't have this censorship, open censorship in the United States. Some unrelated news from Axios, how we all became AI's brain donors. And basically this is a story about what I said, which is AI just mimics uh, what we put online. So, and that also we are telling it to lie and we're telling it um, to have political bias. So we are, you know, if AI is modeling um, itself on humans or human intelligence or human behavior, um, it's absorbing all our shortfalls. Because believe you me, we are not um, climbing to the higher rungs of morality. We are sinking into immorality, deceitfulness, and other abhorrent behavior. And so if AI is going to mimic uh, our, our true nature, our true nature, not the facade of virtue signaling and look, I'm so good, I helped a little black person in Africa. No, our true nature it's gonna mimic our true nature because it's intelligent enough to know the difference. So it'll mimic our true nature, which uh, according to where the Overton window is now, is in, in a very fateful fall from morality. It is uh, becoming, our morality has become extremely debased. And, and now we are in a time of, 
among disillusionment, but decadence. And Politico reports nobody knows when it's going to happen. Wall Street wakes up to default threat. The government has until summer to strike a deal. They're talking about the debt ceiling and defaulting on our debt, which is high. And the reason we have to keep increasing the debt ceiling is because our debt service is over $400 billion a year we spend on interest payments for our whatever it is now, $37 trillion of debt. Washington Post reports San Francisco is a postcard from driverless cars future, from a driverless cars future. Here's what it's like um, when the dense, iconic fog rolls over the blah, blah, blah. Confused by the drop in visibility, Google-owned electric Jaguar tried to pull over and wait out the weather, creating a brief traffic jam, but there was no one inside to yell at. The cars were empty, autonomous cars run by software. Who wants that? Who wants that at all? Daily Mail reports San Francisco Target stores locks its entire product line range, product range behind security glass as crime spirals out of control. Thanks, liberals. I mean, do you see where we're going? The, <laughs> the dystopia is not coming. It's here. And this is the future they painted for us. It's a Terminator future and nobody seems to care. Why? Because they don't have any ethic or moral value or they don't put that in, in themselves and they don't project that to other project that onto others or teach others or teach their children that the most important thing you could be is a person of principle, of high moral principle and ethics. Doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter how good looking you are, how many friends you have on social media, it's having high moral principle or ethic principle and where those morals are tied to, in my opinion. Um, but as it says in scripture, you know, you can't, you, you can't be lukewarm. You have to run either hot or cold. At least you'll have some admiration of sticking to your guns and being a principled person instead of just wishy-washy political nonsense, uh, you know, going which, whichever way the political wind blows or, or the, the cultural wind blows, which is you know, turns out to be political because politics is downstream for culture. Speaking of our culture, a 13-year-old boy was groomed publicly on Twitter and kidnapped despite numerous chances to stop it. The abduction came after a series of missed opportunities where Twitter and law enforcement failed to effectively intervene. What the fuck are you talking about? This has nothing to do with Twitter and law enforcement. This has to do with a, a moral, morally depraved individual who groomed a child sexually online and then kidnapped them. So this has nothing to do with stopping that sort of things. It, people have to understand, if you really want to stop behavior, you have to stop it in its infancy, in its germination phase, all right? You have to publicly decry this sort of fucking behavior. No, you just blame, blame Twitter for not letting law enforcement to surveil everybody on Twitter. It's fucking nothing to do with it. It's like, where is the public decrying of abhorrent, abnormal, perverse behavior? Oh, it's just pedophilia. Well, if it, pedophilia isn't a problem, then why people, adult males, why do we have to worry about adult males grooming children online? It's per perverse public behavior. Well, it's okay in Afghanistan, so it should be okay here, right? This is just ridiculous. You have to hold yourself to a higher moral standard and be able to say no to whatever urges, perverse or otherwise, you may have. 
So who cares if you drink too much or smoke too much pot? But, <laughs> you know, don't go sticking your dick where it shouldn't be. Or if you're a woman, you know, whatever that leads to. Sticking, you know, sticking fake dicks where they shouldn't be. In any case, you know, I'm not going to sit up on a moral high horse, but what I am going to talk about is you should have some ethical principle. And sometimes you have to start, you want to change the world, start by changing yourself. Be a person of principle, of high moral character. It's not always that exciting. But shit, man, there are a lot of things you can do that doesn't cross the moral boundary. So we're going to end up here with The Hill reporting RFK Jr.'s long shot presidential bid may still give Biden a headache. Um, he's the successful Democratic candidate, just like Bernie Sanders. He will be denied any gains he will make. And if he doesn't back down, he will be killed like his father and uncle, Robert F. Kennedy, the black sheep of the family, whose name, his name is synonymous with royalty in democratic politics, is mounting a primary challenge against President Joe Biden for the party's 2024 presidential election. There is little chance that RFK Jr., the son of former Senator Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who was assassinated, and nephew of former President John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated, by the deep state, by the CIA, according to people in the know, and Tucker Carlson, you wonder why Tucker Carlson was fired, because uh, the mainstream media is rife with intelligence agencies, including the CIA, the FBI, and the people that control them, which are the Davos elite. And people say it's not the financial elite, it's the intellectual elite that they call themselves, which, which is what they think they are. They just think they're smarter than you, so they want to take advantage of you. Well, will he defeat a sitting president to win the nomination, especially given the fringe position he assumes on most issues that being said, RFK Jr.'s entrance into the race could weaken an already vulnerable president, Joe Biden, ahead of the election. So this um, opinion piece by Douglas Schoen is basically saying don't waste your vote on, and he already falls behind Joe Biden, don't waste your vote on Kennedy, even though the... Uh, Sentiment of the electorate is anti-establishment. So how Joe Biden, an establishment politician, became elected with the most votes ever of any presidential candidate. And um, so that's why uh, people like RFK are going to win popular support. And that's why Bernie Sanders won popular support. And that's why Trump won popular support. Is that, and that's what they're fighting, and that's why they got rid of a popular support cheerleader in the mainstream media, Tucker Carlson. So, and then to wrap things up, uh, CBS News January 6th protester Ray Epps says he relives the Capitol riot every day. Like I said before, he didn't stay to the end of, end of Trump's speech. So, if he was such a Trump fan, what was he doing at the Capitol before Trump's speech even ended? What was he doing the night before in the street with all the young rabble-rousers telling them that tomorrow you have to go into the Capitol and then he was outwardly called a Fed and then the next day telling young people to go into the Capitol and urging people to do it that very day and was apparently throwing a sign around at police, but we don't even talk about that, and whispered into the ear of the very person that started the melee with police. And what about 
and, and they so they mock Revolver News, but Revolver News is the only news organization uh, that was on the case of who the hell planted the pipe bombs. And you have to understand the planting of the pipe bombs gave law enforcement um, a great degree of latitude into infiltrating and perpetrating what they actually did because they pro they said right off the bat, well, the pipe bombs were obviously done by a MAGA supporter, right? Because the first pipe bomb was found at the Democratic headquarters and that all had a reason. So this is from the Daily Dot. Why is there so much video of him? Ray Epps' interview prompts entirely new January 6th conspiracy. And it talks about how all right-wing conspiracy theories about how you have this guy who looks like he has a military background by himself, an elderly man. I forget exactly how old Epps is. He's in his, I think, early 60s. So an elderly mid or middle-aged man by himself running around with young people urging them to go into the Capitol. He wasn't there with friends. He's never seen with his buddies or anything. He's seen as a lone actor whose only notable activity was urging people to go into the Capitol. So the, the problem is, is that Tucker Carlson is gone because of this. And if Ray Epps was on uh, 60 Minutes on Sunday, you know on Monday night's show of Tucker Carlson, he would have ripped open that whole narrative. And here he's shown with his wife, Ray Epps. Um, did his wife go with him to the Capitol? No. His wife stayed home in Arizona. This guy, he's a former member of Oath Keepers Militia. First of all, Oath Keepers wasn't a, uh, wasn't a militia in any case. They didn't do military training. So it's a mischaracterization here from the Daily Dot, and the Daily Dot goes way further than even most mainstream news. Far-right conspiracy theories, he didn't engage in violence while well, he did throw a sign at police. So there was that. It's from Mikhail Thalen, and I just want to say here that uh, this guy was probably working for military intelligence. He probably has a military background. He was certainly sheep-dipped, and he was there by himself, hanging out by himself and hanging out mostly with people that weren't even his age were 20 years his junior. Why? Because young people are more easily convincible. If he was going around to people of his own age and or people in their 50s, they would have laughed him out. They go, we're not going into the friggin' capital. They don't, he wouldn't have been listened to, but he was telling young people why? Because apparently a lot of the young people there were other anarchists and rabble rousers who were there to create mayhem and damage. You know, it's obvious what happened. It's obvious what happened on January 6th. See, January 6th was the big lie. And uh, Tucker Carlson was only the, the only mainstream media host that was going down that rabbit hole. And that, that's what pissed off the deep state most over anything was his special behind January 6th. I mean, sure, he scratched into a lot of other sensitive issues for uh, the bureaucratic deep state and the powers that be, um, but that one was the most because that was their crowning achievement, their false flag was January 6th where they were able to pepper in uh, intelligence agencies from a lot of, there were up to a dozen intelligence agencies involved in creating January 6th 
into what it never would have been. Because most people didn't want to go into the Capitol. And there was even video of the uh, protesters outside the Capitol who trespassed on the Capitol grounds but didn't go into the Capitol who were admonishing the young Antifa anarchists who were breaking windows uh, and whatnot. So, you know, January 6th is uh, as, as crucial as the Kennedy assassination, 9-11, uh, uh, as to what is going on here. And that uncovering the real uh, power behind January 6th, um, I think is one of the reasons Tucker Carlson was fired, but also um, to get him out of the mix um, before the 2024 election, the most important presidential election in US history, because it will be, I'm afraid to say, it'll be the capitulation of the Republic. Uh, it will be the 2024, allowing the 2024 election to be stolen, uh, to have a new leader selected, who will be even more of an agent of the Davos crowd, of the CCP, and of the New World Order. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow me down below, sh share this video, leave a comment, and I'll see you tomorrow. The New World Order. The New World Order. You can't handle the truth. The New World Order. The New World Order. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is.